Ah, good morning, everyone. Thank you for, uh, for joining us for the Attitude of Gratitude meeting this morning. Um, and before we get started, um, just going to mention a, a couple of different things. We, um, the, uh, you know, I hope that everyone's doing well this morning. The share ID for Friday, November 20th is 8213. That's 8213. Um, you want, uh, also, the, today's meeting, uh, just to give you an idea, is going to conclude at 10 a.m., approximately 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, just to give you a sense as to how long we're, we're going to be going. And uh, also wanted to uh, announce that next week, November 29th, the Sunday special edition is uh, going to be entitled Steps 1, 2, and 3, Honesty, Hope, and Faith. Sounds like three uh, three elements that that we need <clears throat> certainly to, to 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 move through this program of recovery. So thank you everyone for for being on the line and for your service. Sometimes just uh, just being on the line and, and listening is uh, is service because we have to recover. So we're going to get started and uh, just as a lead and you know um, grateful people are are joyful people and and many people might suggest that it's it's the happy among us who are grateful. But, you know, if we examine this further, we, we all know people who have everything that it would take to be happy, and, you know, they're not necessarily happy because, you know, perhaps they want something else or they want more of the same. And, and you know, conversely, we all know people who have experienced lots of misfortune. Uh, some of us are on the line, uh, misfortune that we ourselves would not want to have, and yet they are, are deeply happy. In fact, they radiate happiness, and and we're surprised. And and I, I expect, I suspect, there's more than a few of us that have uh, that are, or that are listening to this recording that that have experienced that. So why why are we surprised? Well, because in the midst of their suffering and transcendence, they're grateful. And the Big Book promises us that if we are painstaking about the phase, this phase of our development, you know, when we're in the midst of step nine that we will be amazed before we are halfway through. You know, there's some sort of attitude adjustment. That, that was the case for me. And, you know, wait, I mean, you're telling me that I, I, I won't regret the past nor, nor wish to shut the door on it? Well, I'll have you know that every day that I, I drive past the, uh, the Chinese food restaurant, this establishment that represents such a, you know, a, a, a challenging, painful part of my past in this disease, I, I can assure you that I do so with an immensely grateful heart. I, I no longer have to avert my eyes from, you know, remembrances of things past. So it is not happiness that makes us grateful. It's, it's actually gratefulness that makes us happy. And what is this thing that we call gratitude? Well, we experience something that's valuable to us. And it's something that's truly given to us. You know, you haven't bought it. You haven't shelled out uh, you know, a few nickels for it, and you, and you haven't earned it. You haven't traded for it. It's just given to you. And these two things come together. They coalesce. It's valuable, and it's freely given. And then gratefulness spontaneously arises in our hearts as a result. And now the key to all this is that we can not only experience this attitude of gratefulness once in a while, you know, we cannot only have grateful experiences. This practical program of action has taught me to live grateful, grateful living. That's the key. 
And through the steps, we become aware that every moment is a given moment to express my gratitude. And I haven't earned it. I didn't bring it about through sheer force of will. And yet today, my recovery through a a spiritual transformation, bringing me into alignment with God's will, is in fact the most valuable thing in my life. It was a complete gift. And we say the gift, you know, we say the gift within the gift is the opportunity. It wasn't the weight loss, not the freedom to live untethered. It's the opportunity to recover and enjoy life. And some may say that opportunity knocks only once. I would say not so. Every moment is a new gift over and over again. Um, we can avail ourselves of this opportunity of recovery or we can miss it. And, and once we avail ourselves of this opportunity to recover through willingness, this unlocks the door of gratitude for this unearned gift. And I'll wrap it up and, and, and just uh, open it up to, to get, getting this started is, is that, you know, those who, who fail to avail themselves of the, of the opportunity, and that was certainly me for a long period of time, perhaps it's time in this moment to take action, become humble, become teachable. And how do we tap into the, to a method to harness this gift? of gratitude, you know, and and we learned it as children when crossing the street. Stop, look, and go. Stop, look, and go. That's what the steps teaches us. We have to stop and get quiet, you know, stop having stop signs in in our lives. Next, we look. We, We open all our senses to see the truth. Steps do that. And then, you know, we see the wonderful richness that's given to us to correct and transcend. And we open up to the, uh, our hearts to the opportunities. And then the last part is we're invited to do something, to go. And that's the go part. We take action. So with that, you know, I'm very grateful to be here, to be in this program. And let me open it up. Who would like to, to start out and uh, share their grat- attitude of gratitude this morning? Joanne. Martha okay. D. Okay, Joanne and Martha, uh, a couple others for the first go-around here. Katie. Katie, and who else? Anne-Marie M. Okay, let's start with Joanne, followed by Martha, Katie, and Anne-Marie M. Go ahead, Joanne, take it away. Okay, thank you, Larry. Thank you so much for your service. So good to hear you. Um, this is Joanne L. from Rhode Island, and I am so grateful that I can get on this line today and tell you how grateful I am. I have such an attitude of gratitude. I went to Virginia Beach at the end of October, and a spiritual change just came upon me. Something happened to me at that weekend. And, you know, I knew when I was being led to go there that something was going to happen to me. I just felt it. And um, I became abstinent at that um, convention. It's been 22 days today. And that's not all that I am grateful for. I am so grateful for the people that I met. I am so grateful for this program and for the process Mm -hmm. and for the 12 steps. If it wasn't for the 12 steps, I wouldn't have an attitude like I have today. And I just have such a beautiful attitude, you know, towards people, places, and things. And um, I just can't say, you know, how grateful I am. And, um, you know, with that, I I pass. I just, um, 
I just love life today. And and I was broken before I went to Virginia Beach. I was I was becoming so broken and now I'm not broken anymore. Thank you. Thank I you, Joanne. Thank you so much, Joanne. And Martha. You're up, Martha. Can you hear me? I I can hear you now. Go right ahead. Thank you. Um, I have a feeling there might be a few Virginia Beach gratitudes here this morning, and I'm another one of them. I just want to say thank you to all the organizers. I'm so grateful for having been being able to attend that first annual conference down in Virginia Beach. I just want to say, I'm the person who brought my brother along to that convention. And when he was going back the last day with our shuttle driver, the shuttle driver was just asking him about it. And he just said, I never met a bunch of people as I witnessed this weekend. And he is a social worker, retired, and has been to many conferences, and he never met a bunch of people as he witnessed that weekend. I want to thank all of you that came up to him, talked with him, uh, gave him advice, gave him uh, your experience, strength, and hope. This is what the fellowship is all about. And he had so much information to digest. He sees me as an example coming from uh, the fellowship and having all the gratitude for Overeaters Anonymous. And uh, I just want to say thank you so much. And I'm so thankful for Alcoholics Anonymous and this big book study. Thank you very much. Have a great weekend. Martha, thank you for your share. And Katie, you're up, Katie. I, I think you met me, Larry. It's Amy E. Oh, I'm sorry, Amy. Amy, you're up. That's right. That's, that's okay. I'm driving, so there's probably an echo. Amy E. in Ohio, absolutely grateful. Thank you very much, Larry, for those um, comments that you made that uh, uh, you don't think your way into right action. You act your way into right thinking. And um, that's what I got out of what you said. You put on that attitude of gratitude and the happiness will come. And so in that spirit, I'm um, offering today to God just some, you know, I'm living in the repercussions of some of my worst character defects. Um, I've got a real anger problem. I've got a real arrogance problem. And I was uh, at a um, Christmas concert in my hometown and was walking back to the car with my husband, and there was a guy with whom I had had a blow-up. He had um, done some teaching work in our house, and I got real upset with the mistake that he had made, and I later apologized for my behavior, but the damage has been done. He said hello to my husband, but he ignored me. He didn't say hello to me, and um, I've been reflecting on that, like, yep, yep, I did that, and these are the repercussions, and um, uh, I, it's, it's a what, and I'm thinking to myself, well, what can I be grateful for out of that situation? I can be grateful that I have a God who is powerful enough who is going to heal me from some of my worst character defects if in 6 and 7 I let go of them and let him let him take them. You know, 6 and 7 and the 12 and 12 talks about how we sometimes hang on to our character defects because there's something that we get out of them. We enjoy them. And I definitely know from doing that, that step work that I 
uh, I, I enjoy my anger. Um, and even with repercussions like this, I am reminded, Amy, let go. It doesn't serve you. And I'm really grateful for that lesson today and grateful to have a God in my life who um, is the solution to all of my problems. So thank you very much. I pass. Thank you so much, Amy. And how about you, Anne-Marie? You're up. Larry, did you call Anne-Marie? I did, Anne-Marie. Okay, this is Anne-Marie. We can hear you. Okay, thanks. This is Anne-Marie M. in South Carolina, um, compulsive overeater, and so very, very grateful to the God of my understanding. Um, it, It all comes down, to me, it all comes down to being grateful to God. Um. I found the true God of my understanding in um, in AA, and so for that I am very grateful. AA led me to OA and studying the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, and I am very grateful for that. I am very grateful for this study of the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous because the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous has led me to a bigger, deeper, and more enriching relationship with God. So for that, I am so, so grateful. God has blessed me over and over and over again with many people he put in my life. And I hear his voice through these people. He speaks to me through them. God has graced me, and I am grateful for the grace of being open-minded and willing to try new and different ways to help my recovery. Extremely grateful. He's given me the gift of willingness to do whatever I need and to be um, willing to do what others say. Um, And I am very grateful for that. So um, for me, it all comes down to God for what God has done for me, but there's so many other aspects of um, of God <laughs> that I am so grateful for. So, um, you know, I could just go on and on, but um, I think I, I have three minutes. I know I haven't used it, but I'm going to pass now. Thanks so much. Um, and I'm grateful for your service, uh, Larry. I'm grateful for everyone's service on this line, uh, the the Virginia Beach Conference. Grateful for the people that did that. And God was all was behind every single one of them. I know that. Thanks. I'll pass now. Thanks, Anne-Marie. Who else would like to share on their gratitude? Carmela Sarah W. Judy S. Carmela G. Jill T. Okay, I think I missed it. Let me tell you, working back so far, who I have, because... uh, I just turned 50, and I, I can't hear, hear worth a darn. Um, <laughs> so I, I did get Sarah W., Judy F., uh, Carmela, and Jill, but there was there was two or three people prior to that. Was there Carol? Did I miss that? Lois and Rachel W. Okay, Lois, Rachel. Okay. let's. Uh, so I have Lois, Rachel, Sarah W., Judy F., Carmela, and Jill. Uh, was there anybody that I missed there? Alita P. Was it was it Anita? P. Alita P. Alita. Alita P. Okay, let's go with that. So Lois, why don't you get us started? 
Thank, thank you, Larry. Uh, Lois M. from Massachusetts. Good morning, everyone. And I'm grateful for everybody here on the line and also that I have, um, I have a, a, a willing heart to be here as well. And thanks to the grace of God. But I wanted to share that, you know, years ago I was in another program and the woman who um, was my boss used to say to me, anybody should say, a grateful heart will never drink again. And, you know, and that's really so true, you know. And then after that, you know, I began in, in, um, in Overeaters Anonymous, like other people have mentioned. But for me, you know, a grateful heart that will never eat again, you know, was very important for me to apply that to my life as well in my journey of recovery. Because this disease, the way it permeated itself in my life, was, you know, it, it created a negative world in my head, you know, the largest part of our diseases in the mind. And my mind was permeated with negativity. You know, I couldn't see anything good in my life. And, um, and I was, I had, did grow up with, uh, I was voted most cheerful, you know. So I had, you know, I had lost everything. This disease took all good things away from me, you know, mentally, not, not physically. I had everything going for me in my life. But mentally, I, I, I couldn't see any good in my life, and I had no hope. So for me, you know, that's the most important thing that as I began to hear the message, you know, I had a spiritual disease and I needed a spiritual solution, and I began to follow that and apply that with the grace of God, of course, after a long time um, and many starts, you know, that I began to, to recover and I began to see, you know, how my, my head, my disease had created this world and I could trace it back to, you know, compulsive overeating. And so I began to recover. And as I began to recover, you know, the return of hope. And when, I, when the hope returned to me in my heart, you know, I was very, very grateful. And I have remained grateful, you know, for, for a long, long time, for many years. And I, I try to um, thank you, God, every morning for all of the things I am grateful for. And for me today, and hopefully it will help you to also with this upcoming Thanksgiving, know that a grateful heart will never eat again. And I, with that, I'm going to pass and wish everybody a wonderful holiday. Thank you, Larry, and I pass. Thank you, Lois. Rachel, you're up. Rachel, press star one. Hi, good morning, Larry. This is Rachel W. Uh, can you hear me okay? I can. Okay, great. Good morning. Thank you so much for your service, and thank you to everyone here on the line. This is Rachel W., Recover Compulsive, a reader calling from New York, and um, so grateful for the miracles that God has shown in my life. And um, you know, I'm I'm so grateful to this meeting and um, and the fact that it helped me to uh, to come out of a relapse where I thought I the end was just not in sight. And um, you know, so many years of being in this program, I've really had such a miraculous process. And um, what I'm really truly grateful for is coming to learn that uh, that I'm teachable. You know, and 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 learning and that that I, I could remain teachable and coming onto this line. And, and getting a network and getting a sponsor who shows me that it's okay to be teachable. You know, it's okay not to know everything and, and the blessing in that. And I, I recently um, celebrated, and I'm so grateful for, uh, you know, the fact that I, I was able to celebrate a, an anniversary, of a food anniversary out of relapse. And 
you know, sure enough, I go to my sponsor and say, hey, check it out. It's my anniversary. And she says to me, um, okay, so now this year we'll, we'll look at what you've, you've been done emotionally, you know, and <laughs> kind of raising that bar again. And I'm just, I'm grateful to be in this process that's, you know, got heavy lifting to it and it's constant, like, emotional workout and, um, and just being, being prodded to the next level of awareness, the next level of, of a relationship with God. Like, you know, do I really believe and how far can I believe? And um, I don't know about everybody else's line, but, you know, my, my, my belief, my faith is definitely being tested right now in a lot of ways, you know, world events, but it just keeps stretching and stretching. And I know that's because of this program. And, um, you know, I think of gratitude on this line and gratitude for this meeting. I always think of gratitude for, and I've, I know I've said this before, but um, gratitude for, for everyone, every newcomer listening who's struggling with the food or, or a person in relapse who, in their private moments, they choose to put down the food. Like, you know, that moment when you put down the food and you strengthen this fellowship, it strengthens my fellowship. It strengthens my, my whole program when you do that. And I'm so grateful when you do that. And, and the, the people who are here before me, you know, that when they decide to do the steps and, and, and get up every morning and do all, all the work that we, need, we all need to do and that the, fact, the fact that you guys were here before me doing all this, um, like you put, you know, footprints in the snow for me to walk into. And um, I'm so grateful for that. I'm so grateful to be in this process, doing this work with everyone here on the line, um, I, I, there's just no words to express the gratitude for that and, uh, and what it's done to my life today. So thank you so much for letting me share. Thank you so much, Rachel. And Sarah, you're up, Sarah. Good morning, Larry. Thank you for your service this morning. Uh, Sarah W., Grateful, Recovered, Compulsive Overeater. Um, <clears throat> Boy, there's so much to say, and um, I think the main thing I, I want to say is that when I have acceptance and I have gratitude, I have serenity, and I never thought that was possible, um, you know, to really feel I know I have a purpose today, um, you know, through the steps and through the life that I live that's a recovery life. Um I'm grateful that I can step beyond my comfort zone and I was able to, um, uh, God was able to use me and I started a new meeting here in um, little small town Shenandoah, Iowa. And um, it, I think it will really thrive. I, you know, it's, I have a lot of hope for that. Um, I'm grateful for, for this meeting. Uh, it's my home group. I'm grateful that I can feel a part of and not apart from because uh, that was my thinking my whole life that I was apart from. Very grateful for steps 10, 11, and 12 and being able to continue on um, on this journey, which is lifelong. Um, I'm grateful for my health and my family. And I'm, I'm really grateful that I can understand that my feelings don't force me to act, to react, you know. And... Um, I'm grateful for my sponsor and the people that I sponsor and also my, my wonderful network of people and being willing to continue to work a 10-step and, and a nightly review and, and spot check inventories, which is hugely a big part of why I remain abstinent. Um, and I, I think that's all I have to say. I, I thank you all for all the service that you do for this meeting, and I'm so grateful to be a part of it. And uh, God bless you, and I love you all. And with that, I pass. Thank you. Thank you, Sarah. Judy F., you're up. Hi, this is Judy S. 
from New York, and I'm a grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater. Um, I have so much to be grateful for, and uh, first of all, grateful for um, Vision for You um, and that daily reminder that I need in order to remain connected to my higher power, and uh, that's the other biggie I'm really grateful for is that relationship with my higher power and the connection I'm feeling in a deeper way than I've ever felt before. I, um, I'm grateful for my health, uh, for being abstinent, you know, after three years in and out of the food, you know, continually going to meetings, never giving up, but, but knowing that this was the only answer and I didn't have another choice except to die. I'm grateful that, um, you know, I I was given given the the love and grace to continue going to meetings and to be able to put down the food, God willing, for the last time this past August. And then I can now say I'm grateful that for the last, you know, I just recently got back on my feet after literally after two months of not being able to walk on my foot because of a choice I made. I was at a uh, dermatologist. They asked if I said, what's that on the bottom of my foot? And they said, well, we can take a little sample and find out. And I remember distinctly taking a moment to think about it and ask some questions, but I did not ask God. I did not check in with my higher power. And I said, sure, let's find out what it is. Well, long story short, that little piece they took off uh, caused a severe infection in my foot um, had to have surgery. I mean, it was it was a complication among complication. And for two months, I couldn't work. I couldn't walk on my foot except if I used my heel or the side of my foot. Um, it wasn't painful. But thank God and thank you all because what happened was two days before this happened, I had put down the food. And so for that two months, I was not able to work. I worked this program like I have never worked it before and connected with my higher power and connected with others in the program. And I'm now grateful that I said yes to having that little piece cut off my foot because in the beginning, I was mad at myself. I was mad at the doctor. Um, And now I'm really grateful because look at where I am today. And just for this day alone, and I wake up grateful every morning. So thank you, everybody. And um, I'm so, so grateful to be a compulsive overeater today. With that, I pass. Thank you, Judy. Uh, Carmela, please uh, jump in, Carmela. Good morning. It's Carmela G. from New York. Um, I am just so grateful for Strange to be, uh, you're a young chick, Larry, because I'm going to be 70 next week. And I only found program three years ago. And um, I am grateful for my past life before program and all of the experiences I had that makes me so appreciative for my higher power opening this door in my senior years and able to walk a path that I just never thought could be possible. 
losing 175 pounds and able to walk is a miracle. Surviving cancer eight years now this year is a miracle, and all of that was given to me. And if I had not surrendered and done my will and not my higher power's will, I would probably be dead. So I'm grateful that I'm in program, that I've been I've been able to maintain abstinence, that I take it just for this 24 hours, because that's all I have, that I'm grateful for every 24 hours, and that I was blessed to be asked to do service yesterday and speak um, on abstinence and how many people I was able to touch, and hopefully I'm able to help. So thank you all. Thank you. I was so pleased to meet you, Larry, and so many other wonderful people in Virginia. And I thank you all and wish you a wonderful, wonderful sunlight of the spirit, happy, joyous, and free life. Thank you so much. And I'll pass. Carmela, thank you. Now I'm grateful that I got my ARP card in the mail. Um, Jill, you're up. Good morning, visionaries. Yes, this is Jill Tuttle from Pittsburgh. I can say yay and amen to just about I mean everything that's already been said today. But I wanted to call in because we're having some road closure out our way, and I could not make it to my 8.30 meeting. So I am very, very grateful that I can sit here and still connect with visionaries all around me and uh, help me walk this process. I also wanted to say that um, I, so many things. I am grateful for the spiritual experiences I've been having. I am grateful that my higher power is prodding me to the next level. Though it's baffling and confusing, I'm still hanging on and doing it, and my sponsor is uh, working with me. And that's another miracle is my relationship with my sponsor. I have given up. I am so grateful for the new attitude and and the safety I have with this sponsor. Coming into program, uh, in my head, sponsors were just um, bullies and know-it-alls because I had been a middle child, and that's what my older sister had always done, (laughs) bullied me and was a know-it-all. So I am grateful for the changes in my heart and attitude towards others. I'm also very, very grateful to be listening to the testimony of others because I... um, I, I always it, it's, it's the idea, and I know somebody already said it. You know, you, you have to act your way into new way of thinking. Gratitude has always um, eluded me because I thought you had to be happy to be grateful, but I think the happiness comes for me after I acknowledge I am grateful that my higher power is with me in this moment of struggle or success, whatever it is. I am grateful that I am in the process with others. I am grateful for the emotional exercise I am getting. And I'm also grateful that I can listen to the words of others because you're all teaching me how to speak my feelings and thoughts and express myself. So you're role modeling for me how to use my voice. And... And that's about everything. Well, that's what's on my list right now. So thanks so much for listening, and you all have a wonderful uh, weekend experience, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thanks, Jill. And Alita P. Alita. Hi, good morning. Thank you again, Larry, for your service. Thank you for everyone who is on the line. Um, I'm very grateful for all of you. I'm very grateful for uh, my family. My friends and my and our pets. Um, 
very grateful to be in this program and to have had the opportunity to find a loving God, a God who really cares about whether whether I eat or not, and about everything in my life. I'm finding that this loving God is very faithful. All I have to do is stop and pause and pray. And more times than none, the answer comes immediately. The solution comes or I find peace immediately. And I'm very grateful for that. Um, And I got that from this program. I'm very grateful for my sponsor who has been there by my side, um, guiding me and directing me in such loving ways. On all my previous sponsors, I've been a um, kind of a tough cookie to crack, tough nut to crack when it comes to recovering. I've been very um, stubborn. And but I'm I'm grateful um to be where I am now to be able to start stepping out of the world dark world of the um of compulsive eating into the light of um recovery and um it's such a blessing and I'm so grateful. Um I'm grateful for the challenges as well as the blessings because I can learn love, tolerance and patience from the challenges, even though sometimes they're uncomfortable. And I'm grateful for the newcomers on the line today. And please don't give up hope. There, there is an answer, and um, it doesn't sometimes doesn't happen overnight. But hang in there, and there is hope and a great new freedom. And God loves you more than you can ever imagine. Um, I'm also thankful to have attended the um, convention in Virginia Beach. It was a wonderful experience to meet many of you. And um, I'm very grateful for here in Minnesota. I'm just grateful this morning from also for having an electric blanket. It just makes a whole world of difference. It sounds kind of crazy to say it, but I have to be thankful for it because it, it's a matter of being able to sleep at night or not sleep at night. So I'm grateful. And I that's, I guess, all I have. I pass. Thank you, Alita. And who else would like to uh, join us in this uh, this meeting of gratitude? Christine, Austin, Mary B, Lindsay, New Hampshire, Edith R in Vermont, Mary Lee R in California. Okay, let me let me. Okay, let me uh, let me tell you who I've heard so far. My apologies. Yeah, let me tell you who I've heard so far, and my apologies because we'll pick up uh, those because I know I missed some. So obviously, the first person I heard was Chris and Mary and Lindsay. I think there was Rebus, or uh, I may have gotten that wrong. Mary Lee R. Judy P. But there were some people before that that jumped in. Who was that? Judith R. Judith. And was there somebody else as well? Yeah, Julie R. Deanne F. Deanne. Okay, let's let's stop there for a moment. So here's who I have. I have um I have Judith, I have Julie, I have Deanne F, I have Chris, Mary, Lindsay. I think I botched, was it Revis R? Was that Revis? I, I may have botched that. Um, Mary Lee, 
and Judy P. Who did I miss in that group that was that already shared their name? Okay, let's start with uh, with Judith. Judith, you're up. Judith, press star one to unmute. This is Judith in Vermont. Thank you. Hi, Judith. Yeah, you're up. Thank you so much for your service and everything else you do. Um, this is Judith R. in Vermont, recovered from cultural disease. It's clear to me that I'm grateful for a night in 1970 when a friend said, Judy, you have nothing to be proud of. And that struck me as very wise and very profound. No idea what it was. I was so out of touch with gratitude that it was just a foreign concept. A year later, I went to a prison and they invited us to be grateful. And I thought, well, maybe this is the place I should be grateful. So I said, thank you, God, for my life. And I had one of those. LW experiences where the lights and the love, it was it was the love flowing inside and outside and around me. And it took about five more years for God to show me the full step. And then I really started understanding gratitude. I was so grateful when they told me I had it to be. Because I thought it was all in my head and I thought I was eternally messed up from something that had happened when I was a little kid probably and I would never be okay and uh, it was it was all changed when I found out that I could let go of the food. And nowadays I'm incredibly grateful for the world recovered. Uh, which when I first heard I thought that's very stuck up, that's very conceited, how can people say they're recovered? And of course I asked and of course everybody explained it was in the big book. And I could tell that people were recovered by their attitudes toward life. And uh, it took me a few years, but uh, I'm recovered and very, very grateful. Thank you, Larry, everybody. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for your share. And Julie, you're up. Hi, Larry. Thank you for your service. This is Julie R., Recovered Compulsive Overeater in California. And, you know, the first thing I'm grateful for is that I have an awesome relationship with my creator because with that, everything flows. And also that I have clear-cut um, abstinence that, I, that I'm able to treat myself with respect. And I'm grateful for my husband that he still loves me after the things that I put him through over and over and that he's willing to let this OA program infiltrate everywhere in my life. I'm grateful for my kids, my fellowship, because without the big book, living the steps, the fellowship of OA, I would be lost. I'm grateful that my sister Mary is still alive and that I get to enjoy as much time as I can with her. And I'm grateful for everybody on this line because I am nothing without all of you, my creator, um, my fellowship, and I'm grateful that I got to wake up this morning without chocolate on my shirt and without bags in the bed. I got to wake up with my first thought saying, thank you, God, for yet another day. 
And with that, I'll pass. Thank you so much, uh, Deanne F. Deanne? Hi, good morning. Good morning. Thanks, Larry. Um, Gratitude is really my favorite topic. Uh, So this is wonderful. Deanne, I think we lost you. Uh Uh-oh. There we go. I can hear you better. Can you? You can hear me yeah, now? Mm-hmm. Okay. Am I clear? Yes, you're clear right now. Okay. Okay, great. So um, this is a time of incredible Thanksgiving. Actually, I, I came into these rooms uh, 27 years ago, uh, right around this time. And I actually came into Vision for You right around this time. I'm not sure if it was after a Thanksgiving debauch or before, uh, but I can just say that I have such incredible gratitude for my connection with my higher power today, which was not strong the way that it is today until I came into Vision for You and started studying this book, this book of Alcoholics Anonymous and those who went before me and all of you on the line. I'm so incredibly grateful and so grateful for my health and my life today. I mean, just the simplest things that I got up this morning, um, that I opened my eyes, that I can breathe unassisted. You know, sometimes it just has to be that small because any day that I wake up with gratitude, I'm going to have an amazing day and I'm going to be doing the work that God wants me to do because you cannot be grateful and self-pitying and self-seeking and dishonest and fearful at the same time. If you have gratitude, I believe it's really God's protection And it is the most wonderful way to live. I'm coming up on a year of abstinence and working this program. And and I'm just just filled beyond to the brim with gratitude. And I thank you all. It It couldn't have been done without this amazing, divinely inspired program. So thank you, and I pass. Thank you, Deanne. And now, Chris. Chris, you're up. Hi, Larry. It's Chrissy, if that's who you're asking. Uh, you know, Chrissy. Thanks. Thank you for the correction. That's okay. If it's even me, it might be someone else. We'll see. <laughs> I think it's you. <laughs> uh, well, I'm Chrissy, recovered, grateful and recovered, compulsive overeater and anorexic from New Jersey. I am so grateful that I was walking home from church this morning. And I was, I was thinking, I, I brought myself from the walk from, from church to home, which is about a five-minute walk. I'm going to think about all my blessings. It wasn't my idea. I saw the sign outside church that do your math, count your blessings. So I, I thought it might be a good idea and something to keep my mind um, in a positive, meditative state as I walked home. And, and I, was, I went through all, all of the obvious things. 
And then I kind of ran out of faith about halfway. And I started to think of all of the difficult times that, that I have had over the past year and how they've brought me, and this is, I'm sure, inspired by God because this is the way my mind works, or how they brought me to a higher place, to a place closer to God, and other people have mentioned that that's true for them. And I, I'm so grateful that I have the ability to see life that way today because it, it really helps me operate with a lot less fear. Not no fear, but a lot less. Because I know that in my faith, my faith is that God uses all things for good. And, and so even if it's something that was intended for my harm, it's used for my good. And it's just a really peaceful way to live. And I'm grateful for all of you. I love you, and I wish you a happy Thanksgiving. I pass. Thank you, Chrissy. And how about Mary? Mary, you're up. Yes, Mary. This is Mary B. in Central California. Good morning. Thank you so much for your service, and thanks to everyone who has shared this morning. Gratitude. Oh, my gosh. Um, all my prayers today are in gratitude. Thank you, God. Whatever it is I think I need or whatever it is I think I want or whatever relationship might need healing, whatever person might need healing, um, it's thank you, God. Thank you for this abstinent day. Thank you for my family. Thank you for it's all thank you. I don't ask for anything anymore because I believe that I've received everything I need. I learned a tool in program years ago, and that was to make a gratitude list, one of the early tools that, uh, that I learned, and I've done it off and on over the years. And, of course, my gratitude list would always be, oh, I'm grateful for abstinence. I'm grateful for my higher power. And then I would list my family members. And um, it, it seemed like it was always the same things going on my list every time. And then one day I looked around my room and I made a list of all of the things that I could see that I took for granted. I mean, it could be a plant, it could be a picture, a lamp, a paper clip. Yes, a paper clip. I'm grateful to have paper clips, pens to write with, paper to write with, a telephone to, all of these things. It made it a little um, broader, my gratitude broader. And now, after all these years, I've learned something else for my gratitude list. And instead of just writing everything down, which I do, I just write this and this and this and this on my list, it was suggested to me that I, I stop and think about each thing that I'm putting on that list thing or person, like my great-grandson, for instance, and I won't go into that because that would take the rest of the meeting, but I, I do now. I put someone on my list, and I think about them and all the things that the reason they're on my gratitude list and the items and how I, I appreciate them and a vision for you and how I appreciate you. So thank you very much for the opportunity to share and a happy, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. 
Thank you so much, Mary. Uh, Lindsay, Lindsay, come join us. You're up. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, everyone. This is Lindsay B. from New Hampshire. Very grateful to cover today. Thank you. What a lovely, lovely meeting. Um, my goodness me, my gratitude list is so incredibly long. I'm not quite sure where to start, but I'll begin by saying that um, I think most of all that I am I'm so grateful after you know, chronic relapse many, many years, to have a clarity and understanding of my greater problem, to understand that recovery doesn't mean becoming superhuman. Uh, and and I, that was drummed into me at Virginia Beach, which was so amazing. What a lovely opportunity. And uh, right while I was there, you know, this big drama behavior thing came up and I was able to address it right there in the way that I've learned to do, um, you know, in a step 10. And that was the most very, very amazing and when I do slip into old behaviors, you know, God gives me this incredible grace. Um, I'm grateful to to see the solutions that, that come to me that I could not have designed in a million years. And, and I'm, you know, I consider myself quite clever sometimes and quite creative, but I am I am not the creator. <laughs> um, I am I'm grateful for a deeper understanding of how I have played God. I couldn't understand for years and years. I don't understand. I don't, I don't do God anymore. Oh, my goodness, how I played God. Um, and a year ago, it's been a very, very difficult year and a half. My marriage ended. My mother died. My son uh, refused to go to school um, two years in a row in the spring. That's it. He's done. Um, and so I have no income. And uh, I was like, how on earth? How on earth could this possibly come through this? and have a wonderful full life and be able to provide for my family and be happy. And um, thank God, you know, being recovered, I, I didn't have to do anything. I did step work, and God did the rest. And I consequently am working at home. I am able to homeschool my son. I have, uh, I'm now a home provider. I have this wonderful woman living in my home who I'm supposed to be taking care of her. And she is the one that is just stepping up. She's become like my assistant. She has purpose in her life. It's so that the principles of this program are so clearly defined in all areas of my life. Um, I'm grateful um, that for my sponsee, who is just so incredibly gracious and is able to appreciate me and my humanness and, and, and sees how even as a recovered person, you know, my, my, my challenges can get in the way. To watch her embrace this program and do the work she's doing is such an inspiration. Um, Thanksgiving, we had a Thanksgiving celebration for the elders I used to work with, and I had to leave that job, but I showed up as a volunteer, and it was an amazing day. I felt I was paid so well that day, not monetarily, of course, but in other ways. Um, I'm grateful that I have reconnected with my sister after two years of basically not speaking with one another. I have a relationship with her that I've heard that sisters have. I didn't think it was possible because of them, right? Who's changed? Oh, hello. Um, being there for my son, being able to advocate for him and understand that my son, in order to thrive, needed to be learning at home and to have the courage to do that. Um, to go off medications that I've been on. Um, I had a little mental breakdown a year ago. I was on, been on antidepressant for many, many years, and I'm off it. I'm off of a, another medication. And 
I know it's because I'm working a program and I had to replace it with other things. I've never felt more deeply. I've never felt pain more deeply. And I've never felt joy more deeply. I'll take the pain, thank you very much. I don't want to numb. That to me is like, it is like a suicide on the layaway plan. So I'm going to end there. And thank you all for being on the line and have a, a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday season. Thank you, Lindsay. Um, now, again, I'll, I'm not sure if it was Rebus, but if there is a Rebus out there or something <laughs> closely resembling that name, you're up. If not, then I'm delusional in hearing things, and we'll move on to um, Mary Lee R. Mary Lee? Good morning, potmates. This is Mary Lee R. in California soon to be moving to the Northwest. My gratitudes are saying thank you to and for my divine director, the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, getting a very nice offer in my house for sale, and one hour later receiving information about the whereabouts of my adopted grandson and his interest in his heritage, decluttering, pausing often, doing volunteer rides for seniors, Reiki, all the classes, and being able to teach. The attitude of gratitude for my podmates in recovery, forgiveness of myself and others, having a vision for you to take on the road, in the air, cruising, on a walk, having a hot springs nearby to swim in this chilly morning, and so much more being revealed through the steps in all areas of living and life, that life loves me and that lots can happen. I'm grateful that I can remember that a grateful heart will not overeat again. And I'm grateful to know that when I have acceptance, I'm a part of and not separate. Grateful for my sponsors and sponsorees and all who give service in this awesome program. Very grateful to be able to tell my friends and family how much I appreciate and love them. Grateful that um, tears can water my soul. So I will not lie and be done, and thank you so much for allowing me to share and for everyone 12-stepping me. I love you all. Thank you. Thank you, Mary Lee. And Judy P., you're next. Mary, if there is no Judy P., it was, I, it was, I said Judy K. Then you know what? I can guarantee you that it's you, Judy. It's Judy okay. K. hearing things. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Mary. Good morning, and good morning to everyone on the line. I have so many things to be grateful for. Uh, and, and first and foremost, God's call to the 12-step path. I was so damaged and broken, and God knows where I'd be if I had not um, been called to this program. I am grateful that I kept coming back for 41 years despite my ego's attempts to uh, knock me down and keep me there. Uh, I'm grateful for the gift of desperation that I finally opened up my heart and my mind to be willing to be teachable and to work the steps. I'm grateful for the love and the acceptance that I have received 
through the years, the love and acceptance in this room and from all of the people that I talked with and with my sponsors who continued to reach out their hands in uh, love and support. Um, I'm also grateful for some very basic things in life, uh, like, like construction workers. When I'm driving down the road and all of a sudden I see these people working in the heat and and sweating and making the roads safe and smooth and pleasurable to drive on. Uh, I'm also grateful for sleep, blessed sleep, to be able to go to bed at night and wake up refreshed, uh, less less or no no aches in my body, just refreshed and glad and able and to, to begin another day. I am grateful for... Climbing into a warm shower and and that warm water flowing over my body. It's like, oh, my gosh, God, this is heaven. I am grateful for um, my taste buds. A friend was telling me her her brother had chemotherapy and um, lost the taste buds for any type of food that had any acid. It, It would turn to metal in his mouth, and I thought, oh, God, well, thank you. Thank you that things taste good. I'm grateful for the amazing garden produce we had this summer. Uh, It was like heaven opened up and just rained food on us. Beautiful, wonderful, nutritional, pesticide-free, chemical-free produce. And it was just wonderful. And we had such a bounty shared with many people. I am am grateful for um, just... Life and and just everything that has been given to me and the opportunity to share and give that away. Thank you very much and have a blessed day. Thank you so much. I'm going to take a quick turn, keep it short, and then I'm going to take a list of more people with gratitude. Um, you know, this is Larry, um, Recovered compulsive reader, you know, there's, yeah, we, we hear, I've heard so many beautiful shares and it's just, it's amazing, amazing this program. I'm so grateful for this program. You know, I never want to forget the, the certain people. We all, we all have uh, an Ebby. We might have multiple Ebbies, you know, and um, if not for them, these other links in the chain, some of which we, some of which we met and, some, you know, that we, you know, we hear, um, but they have an impact on us. Um, you know, I remember, for example, there was this, uh, there was this petite little powerhouse of passion, intellect, wisdom, and compassion that I heard. And, whoa, you know, I thought, holy guacamole. You know, she, she could be running a corporation, uh, maybe a, a top <laughs> motivational speaker, an educator, or engaged in any number of other self-promotional endeavors. And here, you know, she was um, talking, you know, in a very vulnerable way, you know, sharing about the insanity of this, you know, that she experienced in this disease. And um, talking about, you know, it's craziness, talking about tombstones in her eyes and, you know, and, and you could hear a pin drop. And, you know, you see this, this person, you know, uh, this person knows that, that they were transformed by a power greater than themselves. And they, they, they were just, you know, they were transformed. And so they were, they were um, there to carry the message to other people uh, because it was a pleasure to do so. And, 
and I'm grateful for people like that. There was a another gentleman who was nearly, I don't know, 470 pounds at one time. He wasn't that way anymore. And he, he was one of the first, he was the first to crack open this this big book with me and begin to read from the first page. The first page, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Move on, you know, but he didn't. And, uh, and I learned, see, I learned from these people. We're all just a link in the chain. And then we're all just ungrateful for the fact that we get the opportunity to carry, you know, the message. And there's someone on the line that, you know, isn't it amazing? And so I have such gratitude that we're on the line right now and there's someone suffering. And, you know, that person who's suffering, you, you may be the next one, you know. Don't, don't you ever believe otherwise. You may be the next one that's, that, that whose, li- whose life has transformed, and then you, you're going to carry the message, and you're going to change lives. Why? Because you're something special, like, uh, like you were deserving. Maybe not as deserving, you know, as anyone else. I wasn't deserving of this. It was a merciful God that changed me, and, uh, and now I, 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 owe, uh, I owe something back. So uh, I'm grateful with that, and let me then now open it up. Who else would like to uh, to jump in here? This is Marcella. Marcella. Marcella from Philadelphia. Who is? Marcella. Wait, hold on, Marcella. Marcella. Wait, 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 Marcella, Marcella. I hear you. And before that, there was a gentleman. What was your name? This is Matthew J from Philadelphia. Okay, Matthew and Marcella. And who, who else? Jody. Uh, Jody. Mora, I'm writing. I'm writing. What was the other one? Susie K in the name. Susie K. Okay. And who else? Isabel Z. I got more Z. Isabel S. Isabel. (laughs) (laughs) No laughing. This is, we are not, we are a glum lot, you folks. (laughs) You know, no smiling. So I got Matthew. I got Marcella. I got Kathy. I got Jody. I see Maura, Susie K, Marge, and Isabel. And who else? Victoria. Uh, I'm sorry. Two, two Victoria. People. Maybe you got Raquel too from Israel. Victoria, Raquel, of course, Raquel. Who else? Trisha Ginger C. Trisha, and I see Ginger. Who else? Okay, let's let's go with that for right now. So here's what here's our lineup. It's, it's Murderer's Row. We got Matthew, and we got Marcella, and Kathy, and Jody, and Mora, and Susie, and Marge, and Isabella, Victoria, Raquel, um, Tr- Trisha, and Ginger. Uh, let's, let's start with that, and we'll make more room. Matthew, you're up. Larry, this I hear a voice that sounds, sounds like one that I'm familiar with. Who, who is that? I heard somebody. Okay. Maybe I missed you there. Someone's backing up. Yeah. Larry, this is Nancy J from Philadelphia. Okay, Nancy, I got you on the on the on the on the back end there. Okay, Matthew okay. Matthew, you're up. Matthew, press star one. Okay, Matthew, we'll come back to you. Marcella, you're up, Marcella. Morning, Larry. Morning, a vision for you. Um, what a great meeting. I'm grateful that <clears throat> these meetings <clears throat> have the power to alter my mood. I used to use fools to alter my mood, but now I just go on the line, and, and I'm just 
my mood changes for the better. No exception. I'm grateful for the humility of the founders of the vision for you who are not reinventing the wheel. We just go through the wisdom of AA, the original people that were granted recovery. And we're just fine with the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. I'm very grateful for I'm Larry's service. Thank you, Larry. I'm very grateful that I can pick, I can put a face and a body, a clean body, to Larry's voice. I'm grateful for all the other faces that I can see while I'm listening to you that I met in the convention. I'm very grateful for the strong feelings of belonging. Um, I don't have a large family, uh, but I do in you. I feel very connected and in a connection that is relevant um, to all of you. Not only relevant, but unconditional to all of you. I'm very grateful that I know with total certainty that I'm abstinent. Um, because I weigh and measure three beautiful meals. And I have a document that I live for, and I can call that my entire abstinence. And I'm very grateful that it reflects in my body. I'm very grateful for the silence and the peace of mind when I follow my food plan and I connect with you. I'm very grateful for the total certainty that there is a higher power who, who guides us into feelings of usefulness and happiness. And I'm just grateful to be alive and abstinent and sober and clean. I'm grateful for the love that I feel for you. And I'm looking forward to see you again live and without a past. Marcella, thanks so much. Matthew, are you back on the line? Matthew, I'm, I'm, I'm lonely here. I'm the only guy. I'm a lonely guy out here. Press star one if you're there. Okay, Matthew, we'll pick you up later. Kathy, you're up. Kathy, press star one. I think that first person was Nancy. Well, there was, unless Nancy's a gentleman, I think it was Matthew, but I I did hear um, a Nancy on on the end that I have her on the back end there. But I appreciate the help because I sure need it. Um, I have uh, Kathy. Kathy, are you are you there? Okay. How about Jody? Jody, press star one. This is Jody E in California. Hi, Jody. You're up. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for this uh, wonderful meeting, and thank you, Larry. Thank you, A Vision for You. I'm so grateful for this meeting that is um, such a reliable, dependable shot in the arm almost every day that I can listen to at any time of the day, or I can get on live and hear you all and all your positive shares. It's a very positive um, energetic meeting, and I really appreciate that because not all, all OA meetings are that way. So I'm grateful for this meeting, so grateful. I'm also grateful for Overeaters Anonymous, which um, I found in 1988, and it really saved my life. It really turned my life around. I was going down, 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 hit a bottom, and then started to creep my way up and I've been coming up pretty much ever since. I'm also grateful for my connection with my higher power, who does guide me when I am willing to hear and heed 
what I get, the, the messages that I get from my higher power. They come in different ways, in, and it takes a, it takes an open mind and a clean body and a open heart sometimes to hear and understand the guidance. It doesn't come in the usual ways. But um, if I'm really eager to have a strong connection with God and to follow that, I do get guidance. I'm grateful for my family, um, who it looks is probably going to come together for Thanksgiving, which I'm grateful for because we, I'm divorced from my husband, but it looks like we're all going to get together. And I'm grateful for that because there's nothing like family, nothing like it. I'm grateful for my friends, um, that I have amazing friends. I'm grateful for the home where I live and the town that I live in that is absolutely beautiful. Uh, I live a block from the ocean. It's amazingly gorgeous. I have whales and dolphins and seabirds and galore uh, just outside of my, right down the street. And, um, And that is a bad thing. So just overflowing with gratitude this morning for all of you. I'm sorry I didn't get to the convention that I'm hoping to next year. And um, thank you all. And with that, I'll pass with love. Thank you so much. And Nancy R., you're next. Nancy, are you there? Nancy J.? Nancy J. Okay, Nancy, you're up. Hi. Good morning, everyone. I'm so grateful, first of all, for this meeting to be able to call and talk. And hi, Larry. Um, the thing I'm the first thing I have to say I'm grateful for is that I'm alive, because for so long I didn't want to be. And I'm grateful for God for showing me how great life can be. God restored me. Be you know, be restored through the renewing of your mind. Be transformed through the renewing of your mind. I have been transformed. God has transformed me because I certainly couldn't do it myself. I'm so grateful. One of the things that I, I had a wonderful revelation after the conference. I always, since 1990, I've known that the, the, that wealth is not about always about money. It, that's one small part. It's about feeling grateful and feeling wonderful in mind, body, and spirit. And intellectually, I had the knowing that, okay, I'm wealthy, but I couldn't feel it. And it was the Monday after the conference when I finally, for the first time in my life, felt wealthy in mind, body, and spirit. I mean, I, this program has been so wonderful. I go to bed with no worries. I wake up with no worries. I know that I am protected at every moment that God is walking with me every step of the way. When I felt lost and alone, it was because I had left God. God never left me. And I'm so grateful. One of the things that I'm grateful for is that I love music and always wanted to sing, but I was made fun of when I was little. Well, I joined the choir, and I'm now singing a fabulous choir. I love this program, the wonderful people that I got to meet at the conference. What a, what a wonderful conference to see all of that healing, to hear, to know that God can transform us. If we're willing, God will do for us what we cannot do for ourselves. So I want to say today, I'm grateful to be alive. I'm grateful to be on this line. And thank you, God. And thank you, A Vision, for you. And I pass. 
Thank you, Nancy. And how about Maura Z? Maura, you're up. Hi, Larry. Can you hear me? This is Maura Z. I can hear you, Maura. Okay. I'm going to switch real quickly over to my earbud so that there's not an echo. So, uh, good morning. My name is Maura Z. I'm gratefully recovered in Virginia. And um, there's so much going on and so many things I wanted to get right, so I had to write it down. So forgive me for reading this morning. This morning I'm feeling grateful. And this, this just came over me this morning. This morning I'm feeling grateful for the opportunity that this troublesome work situation has brought me. I hadn't realized that I have a great chance to finally learn a life lesson that has been 50 years in the making. I do see a brighter resolution as well as a positive experience to get through it. It just came over me while listening to everyone and preparing abstinent breakfast. I am grateful the relationship I have with the higher power, whom I call God, that I finally am blessed with as the result of working the 12 steps of OA. I'm grateful to my sister Mary, who indirectly 12-stepped me. I'm grateful to all my OA friends near and far. I'm grateful the Vision for You convention was held in Virginia Beach because I'm seeing a direct impact on the Tidewater inner group. It gives me more courage to start a meeting in my town. I'm grateful for having... I'm grateful for having been rocketed into the fourth dimension of life. And Larry, I'm so grateful to you and all of the moderators that, that work this meeting and all that give service. I've, um, I've not been able to um, give service in the meeting the way I would have liked to because of the time, but I don't have the life I have today if it weren't for OA. That I have no doubt of. And I wouldn't have the, the recovery. I wouldn't be recovered. I didn't even know what that word meant prior to this meeting. Um, but I believe it in my heart, and I'm blessed with it, and I'm grateful for it every day. And um, and with that, I'll pass. Thanks for the opportunity to share. Thank you, Maura. And Susie, Susie, Good you're morning. up. Good morning, Good morning. Susie Kay. I'm Compulsive Eater in Portland, Maine. Um, I am grateful. I say this all the time, I am so grateful for the opportunity to identify as a recovered compulsive eater every morning when I join this phone call. Um, It is um, just a great way for me to start my day. Um, I am so grateful to have gathered with um, many of my teachers at the Vision for You conference. I was overwhelmed with gratitude while I was there, um, those who helped me detox and see that I am powerless over my addictive foods, those who have heard my fifth steps, my sponsees, um, my fellows in program, old friends, new friends. Um, it was great. I am grateful to be gathering with my sisters who live abroad and my parents um, who are both alive and relatively healthy for Thanksgiving. I am grateful to be in the first healthy, loving relationship of my life with 
50 months long now with a great man and partner. I am grateful not to feel the need to isolate today um, and to have the ability to share my home with a young woman who I've been mentoring for five years who um, who needs uh, a place to be grounded. She needs a place to call home, and I didn't hesitate to um, have her here and for that to happen. I'm grateful she'll be coming home from college um, to spend part of the weekend with me, and I'm grateful for the many promises that are that have come true for me from doing this work, from um, being in recovery, and most notably, a the feeling of economic security that I have, regardless of my current income and my neutrality around my um, binge foods. And these are all um, a tribute to the relationship I continue to develop with my higher power. Thank you. Thank you so much. And my apologies in advance. Is it Marge or Margie? It's Marge. Hi, Marge. Good morning. Thank you, Larry. I'm a compulsive overeater. My name's Marge. I um, I was mainly going to ask how do you get a hold of the um, the CDs from the weekend, but somebody put up a nice, beautiful thing on the website this morning, so I'm just really grateful for that because I wasn't able to attend, but to have, be able to have access to the CDs, I just appreciate that. Um, I'm grateful for the meeting. Um, I've been listening for about a year now, and uh, it has really helped me to be able to get up in the morning and uh, plug in. I live in a rural area, and um, there isn't anything north of the University of Florida, Gainesville, up here. And uh, so, anyway, I'm just grateful to be able to hook into a meeting, and I'll pass. Thank you, Marge. Uh, Isabel, you're up. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Thank you, Larry, for your service. <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, so I'm so happy to have the opportunity today to express my gratitude because gratitude, uh, without expressing it, it's like it's a like wrapping a present without. Not giving, uh, sorry, it's like wrapping a present and not giving it. So I want to express my gratitude with all my senses, my my all being, each and every day, by taking my quiet time uh, with God. And as soon as I rise, even if I do not feel like it, even if I feel like I feel tired, if I feel like crawling back into my bed, I want to express my gratitude by keeping away from my trigger food. I want to express my gratitude every day by working the step, even if it's not convenient, even if it's uncomfortable. Expressing gratitude is to say thank you, is to smile and help others and live my life fully. Expressing my gratitude is receiving all the gifts of God gracefully. And now I want now and now I want to express my gratitude to all of you at Vision for You because I had the privilege to meet some of you at the conference and I met you Larry and I was very happy to have met you <laughs> and all of you. 
And I saw God in all of you. And I heard God in everything you say to me. And because of that, I became abstinent that day, the first day of the conference. And I've been abstinent since. And I... um, I went from, it was incredible, my life changed, transformed. I went from sadness, isolation, depression, like being in a dark hole, like oblivion, to happiness, clarity, and connection with my higher power, and connection with amazing, amazing human being in this program. And I want to thank you, thank us to uh, express my gratitude to my um, sponsor and to a special person in this uh, program is Ginger, my sister. I call her my twin sister in a way because she had exactly the same amount of uh, relapse of me, the same amount of uh, she got abstinence there too. And I didn't meet her there, unfortunately, but we talk every day, every single day, morning and night. And and I love you, all of you, and I thank you from the bottom of my heart, because if it was not for you, I would not be here talking to you today. So thank you, thank you, and thank you, Larry, for everything. Thank you. Oh, it's our pleasure. Thank, thanks, Isabel. And Victoria, you're up. Good morning, Larry. Good morning. Is there a time preferred time limit? Uh, 60 minutes for each person. <laughs> okay. No, we go by, we go about about two, three minutes. Okay. Okay. Thank Cause you. I can be a little verbose at times. So thank you so much. I'll go like okay, two, sure. two and a half. I guess I just want to claim my seat because a vision for you is a meeting where I just do a lot of listening. I think once or twice a year, I may or may not ask a question. I have been in relapse pretty much since I started in 2010. My first Overeaters Anonymous meeting was in the late 80s, and I went to one of very few meetings in my community. It was before telephone meetings, and there was a arrangement made with a treatment facility, so I was a very you know, cocky, self-assured young person who needed to lose 30 pounds, and I was in a room full of four to 500 pounders with a few anorexics, and I thought, I'm definitely in the wrong place. So here I am, I don't know, 20, 30 years later, and I'm not young, I'm not cocky, and I'm over 100 pounds, 100 pounds overweight, and I apologize to the people who wanted to hear perky, bright messages. I, I think at some level there's hope, so that's a positive message. But I've been really struggling, and I just want to claim my seat and let people know out there who are newcomers or, or old-timers with years and years of recovery that it is a blessing. And I know that in order to have a different result, I have to execute a different behavior. Can you imagine it's one minute and 35 seconds already? Good thing I have a timer. So I'm growing in humility little bits at a time. I keep listening to meetings. I don't share as much as I used to. I used to be chomping at the bit to have my say when I was first a newcomer, but I think that I'm humbled by the ravishes of time and what relapse you know, can do to a soul. I watched my mom die from this disease. And I really don't want to be another statistic. 
So I keep coming back, and I keep listening to meetings, and I'm just hoping and praying that I will, you know, dig into the big book and really, really start to focus on changing my behavior one minute, one day at a time. And, Larry, I loved it when you were like, Isabella, Victoria, buongiorno. And I thought, yeah, that lady who shared earlier was right because tuning in to you guys this morning, it's like, yeah, I don't feel like eating compulsively today. I just want to be more honest and thank you to everyone who shared before me. That's wrapping up at two minutes and 47 seconds. I pass. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. Rachel, you're up. Rachel, press uh, star Hello? one. Hello. Hello? Oh, that, not Rachel. That's Raquel. I'm re I can't even read my own writing. Raquel from I'm very glad that you said that it's like between uh, three minutes and 50 minutes or what. But please, I'm going to put my timer on. But, you know, like this rabbi put his watch on his stand before he started speaking. And somebody who was there for the first time asked, oh, what does that mean? And he said, it means nothing. <laughs> like uh, the rabbi never stops. But I'm not a rabbi. But I'm so excited about this meeting Mary, thank you very much, and hello to all my sweet, dear friends and family out there. It was so incredible to be at the convention and to have so many feelings and come home in one piece. After the convention, I still went to meet my family in Baltimore, flew in from different places in the States, and, and two great granddaughters. Oh, just the gratitude, you know, I... I'm starting nowadays to every once in a while have a flash of wanting more to live than the other way. Most of my life, it was a toss-up between wanting to live and wanting to die. And 38 years of antidepressants did not wipe that out. But seven years of abstinence did. And vision for you in the years that it is and with the coffee shop before that, and a year and a half of MA and AA, and I went to look for help everywhere and anywhere. And thank goodness, now I want to live. I want to continue living and see what else is coming down the pike. It's beautiful, beautiful what this program is doing. So now that Harlem shared so openly about all, you know, his parents from the Holocaust, maybe I can say a couple of things. It's a miracle that I was born altogether. I was born in 1941 in Romania, in the, the height of the war. My father was taken away already to a forced labor camp. There was a king there, King Carl, who didn't give his Jews to the German Nazis. He had a Nazi party of his own. So my father was taken to a slave camp, and my poor mother, with two little kids, found out that she's pregnant, and running to the air shelters with me, she only tried everything she could to get rid of me. That's just, you know, according to Jewish law, she was justified to want to do this because I endangered her life and the life of the two others. But God wanted me to be alive. He wanted me to, to, to survive that. Why she had to share it with me by the time I was five years old to know it all in graphic detail, 
because he was left with no one. The whole family got annihilated. But my father came back, and he loved me, and he didn't think I was superfluous. But then we came to Israel, and things were difficult, and we went back to Europe. So um, things were hard. But I'm here, 74 years old, and God sent so many wonderful people my way to help me. I'm grateful for all the good people he put in on my road to help me from a very young age, from when I was 13 and on. You know, I can't even list how many people there were there. And to give me my, my teaching profession, wow, well, you know, to bring me back to my homeland, to be able to be now here caring a lot about how OA is caring, how our pro- beautiful God-given program, thank you God for AA, from which all these beautiful programs have sprung, to see that we're going to flourish here too, just like it has a new awakening, awakening in America and all around the world that we are holding hands around the globe. Thank you very much, Larry, for doing this, and I wish you all a wonderful, wonderful holiday season, and I can't wait for the next convention. Yay! It's going to be. Thank you. I pass. Thank you, Raquel. Thank you so much. Okay, we got uh, Trisha. Trisha, you're up. Hi, this is Trisha D. from Wisconsin. Hey, Trisha. I'm grateful for the spirit that guided me to this meeting where I got my first sponsor, my first solid introduction to the big book, and thus my first true adult connection with God. I'm grateful for all of the vision fellows who have taken me by the hand when I needed support along the way. My sponsor, who always guides me back to my connection with God and for everyone's openness and willingness to share their concept of a higher power on this meeting. I'm grateful for being brought out of isolation this past year and for the growth I see in my understanding of my own true self and how to share that with others. It's a real miracle. I'm also so grateful for Larry's use of the word untethered in his introduction today because that's a word that has been in my life a lot this past week. It brought a big smile to my face. Thank you, and I pass. Thank you so much, Tricia. We, we saved the best for last. Uh, Ginger, you're going to wrap up for us. Ginger, you're up. And Ginger, press star one to unmute. Okay. Uh, well, Ginger, if you're there, press star one. Oh, sorry. Unmute. Good morning. <laughs> I pressed okay. star one, but then I had mute on the phone. <laughs> hey, star uh, one, star two, what difference does it make, right? <laughs> you're up. All right. Thank you so much, Larry, for your service, and good morning, visionaries. Um, This is Ginger, recovering compulsive overeater. 
And I am so grateful to this meeting and all of you on the line. And I think I feel most especially grateful to God for the bottom I was brought to. This gift of desperation has made me more honest, open, and willing to go to any lengths and to finally work this program like my life depends on it. And because I know it does. I'm blessed to be alive and feeling my feelings. I'm going through. I'm trusting God in a whole new way, a complete 100% reliance. I'm feeling hope for the first time in OA. Thank God for the conference. Thank God God got me there. Day 23, recover, recover, recover. And with that, I pass. Ginger, thanks so much. And I just want to thank everybody who shared. I know there's probably many others that would like to share, but we can, we can hear your spirit. We can hear your gratitude. And so we're going to end this meeting the way we typically do. And I'm going to read from page 164 from a chapter, oddly enough, called The Vision for You. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right. And great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then.